All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So I got rubbed down in all the right ways, and I am very excited to tell you what that means shortly. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. You guys probably know that we love Cassidy. We truly use it every single day, whether it's just to communicate about our events coming up or to connect and network with other sexy people. So if you want to do the same thing, you can for free for an entire month. Head on over to Front Porch porchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of our homepage. When you do that, you'll get a friend request from us so you can keep in touch with us. And you can also see our two communities on Cassidy. One of them is called Front Porch Swingers and has all of our podcast and event info. And the other one is Vegas Hot Wives. We hope that you'll give Cassidy a shot and come say hello to us there. So I was a slut yesterday. Yes, yes, you are. You <laughs> a were a giant slut. Gigantic slut yesterday. Oh my god, I had so much fucking fun yesterday. We have a hotel room that we're in right now. And yesterday I had the opportunity to make some content slash have an absolute fucking blast with two awesome dudes. And it was so much fun. I had my booty painted. I was in all sorts of costumes. I had cocks down my throat. It was great. Yes, you did. You it were... was like my dream come true. I got to play dress up and suck cock and get fucked. Yeah, it, we're at a very cool resort. We're getting some work done for over the course of the last 24 hours. And so, of course, you took the time to set up a couple of play dates. And, you know, it's it's work related. Let's call it that. And, well, I uh, fucking love my work. Let yeah. me just say that. <laughs> I'm a and, big fan fan of my work so for about you know two and a half three hours you were pretty much slutty pants yeah but it wasn't just like shooting content for me it was like hanging out with two friends like these are two dudes that I really really enjoy being around so I just had a blast and then once I finished with the second gentleman I was fucking voracious for food (laughs) yeah but you came in and basically stuck your cock down my throat and I was like oh I get another cock so it was like the trifecta of cock you know, worked up all day. You know, you're playing, we're recording. It's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get in on this somehow. So. <laughs> I'm glad you did. It was fantastic. So yeah, then you and I fucked for like another hour and then we went and had the most ridiculously decadent fucking dinner ever. It was yeah. just a great day. I have no complaints about yesterday. So we're getting ready for a whole bunch of events as we are recording this. We've got a Hot Wives of Las Vegas event coming up and another vault party coming up very fucking soon. Super excited about that. Yes, our events have just been great. They've been growing like crazy. We're also getting ready as well as this episode is going up to head to Atlanta. Yeah, to splash with a whole bunch of kinky motherfuckers. That place, there's supposedly, according to the folks I spoke to yesterday, like somewhere between 800 and 1,000 people at this thing. Yeah, it's going to be fucking huge. I think the main resort is already sold out, but they're doing like overflow at the neighboring hotel now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be a huge event, and I'm very excited. We haven't really, truly done a hotel takeover. We've stayed on resorts like Secrets and Caliente and those types of things, but this will be our first 
actual legit hotel takeover, isn't it? Uh, I believe so. It's also couple centric. Honestly, this is a very new territory for us. So yeah, the whole the whole experience is just going to be very, very new. I am pumped for it. I'm a little nervous. I mean, that's a lot of fucking people to be around and be topless around, etc. Ah, I don't I'm not even it's not even so much that things like that that are so big. You don't even realize they're big anymore, right? It's just it's so much going on. It's not even doesn't even become part of the conversation after a while. But you know, for me, it's just I don't know, the whole couples thing, It's especially as I'm continuing to deal with couples on my personal profiles, it is a fucking grind. Okay, so like two episodes ago, you told me to tell you to stop complaining about couples because you had just had two amazing experiences with women who were part of couples. It's just how many I have to go through like, to get to these amazing people. Right. Sometimes it's like, fuck, man. I just, you know, I don't know. It's it's tough. It's tough. I, and listen, I guess more than anything, not so much a nervous thing, obviously, but I'm really interested to see in a situation like this where it's designed really for couples, what the vibe is like. Because we've also never been any place that's been 100% couples focused. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we've been to events where single women are allowed and not single men. Right. But this is the first time that it's like you must be a couple to be able to go to this. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. I have no idea if it's a different vibe. I mean, we talked about this, you and I, recently. I can't imagine if there are 800 lifestylers in a resort or at a hotel that some of them don't play similarly to how we do. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, we've already, we already know there's crossover just in our events between the vault parties and the hot wife events and then the, and the couples events there, some folks are just at all of them you know so there, there's a big part of that too I think a lot of people play in a lot of different spaces so it'll be interesting I'm excited I'm gonna get back to go go back to the town I went to college in which is gonna be fun yeah I think okay so I think what I'm most excited about for Splash and for events like this going forward if we go to something like this again in the future is finding people who Because I think my favorite type of lifestyler is the one that can like roll with the punches and they go off of chemistry and and therefore they allow the scenarios to kind of naturally unfold based on connection. So I think we're going to find those people at Splash. I think we're going to meet people. My my assumption and I I have no expectations for this whatsoever. But my assumption is we're going to meet people. And if there's a click and we tell them that we play separately, we're going to be able to work it out with the right people. Yeah, I'm not concerned about it. Like I said, we're going to go do our thing. We're going to host a fucking pool party and have some fun and whatever happens, happens. And we'll just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting some people we haven't met yet. We've got a bunch of folks coming that are eager to meet us. So it should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. And you get to visit Atlanta, which you really haven't done. And I'll get to take you around to where I went to school. Yeah. I'm sure I don't won't recognize a fucking thing, but it's you know. been a long time. Not to make you feel old or anything, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that city has changed drastically. Uh, yeah, according to everybody I've spoken to, it absolutely has. Because yeah, I have not been it back used to since. Be super like oh, very conservative. I mean, it was not a place where they're going to hold an 800 person takeover no. <laughs> for a bunch of swingers. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> 
So I'm, I'm real curious to see what this looks like now. But yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. So that's just one of those fucking things we're doing. We have so much shit going on. Yeah, we also have people coming constantly. In fact, when this episode goes out, we will have already met two of our Patreon members yes. that I'm very excited to meet. They are so fucking cool. So that's coming up this weekend as we're recording. But we'll, like I said, we'll already have met them by the time the episode goes up. So Yeah, and they're coming to Podbash too, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's going to be, I'm looking forward to meeting those folks. They're so much they're so sweet always very helpful she is certainly helpful when we do tiktok lives and shit and we're also only a few weeks out from our friends adam and leah coming to visit us from florida yeah and this is going to be their first time in vegas isn't it i think it's her first time i think he's been here before okay but she's never been and uh, yeah i mean it sounds like they have all sorts of cool shit planned oh i'm sure they. hopefully some of that includes us because of course i'm very excited to see them yeah well hopefully be able to hook up with them they're great i can't wait to see them it's been since october since we've seen them last i know it's way too long no no doubt well in our first time here we definitely have to do something with her for sure oh yeah we have to do something special your first time in vegas how many people get to say it's their first time in vegas when they're in their 40s not many that's what i'm saying i went to vegas for the first time when i was like 17 yeah so it'll be fun i'm looking forward to it and we have so there's i guess it's summertime so it's coming up anyway we have all these people are telling us that they're going to be here i have no idea how we're going to make all this work yeah, I have no idea. We'll definitely have to prioritize. It's it's going to be insane. I mean, Vegas, we knew this moving here that this was going to be a city that everybody wants to come hang out in. And we're thankful for that. Because when we lived in Montana, nobody fucking came ever. Yeah, only a few of our friends ever took the fucking journey to Montana, middle of nowhere, Montana. We had like three couples that came to visit us and that was it so yeah. this is exciting but yeah it's a it's a little overwhelming if i'm being completely honest yeah we got we let it get away from us we uh in you fact know. i feel like we need a like a secondary calendar in our house that is for nothing other than people coming to visit and hang out in vegas well that's what i was gonna say i'm trying to mesh these calendars together and it it's getting a little convoluted i know it's too much it's like well we're not going to be able to do all of this on wednesday should we move something over here <laughs> yeah it's not uh, not ideal no, it's not, but it's great. It's a good problem to have. It is. And for you and I, we have we basically have like a standing pool party every Monday now. And, you know, at some point, it, 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 we're probably going to have to take a Monday off, I think. Uh, you mean take a Monday off from work or from going to the pool? From going to the pool parties. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we've already talked about that. You're really excited for the Monday pool parties. I, I mean, am. They're, you know... Pool parties aren't really my thing. So. I love it because I get to lay in the sun. It's Monday. The only people that really attend are really serious lifestylers. And, and it's like, it's not 200 people at the pool. It's 50. You know, it's much more manageable. And it's I just love the shit out of it. No, oh, I'm so glad for you. <laughs> and I get too fucking hot. And the pools here in fucking Vegas, they're all heated like it's a fucking bathtub. Yes. I'm like, the whole point is to cool down. Why is it 95 degrees in this pool? Well, the pool's like 80, but it's 100 outside. So it is cooler. It does make a difference. Oh, my God. It's too hot. I no, hate it. I love it. It's like my favorite fucking thing. Monday afternoon pool parties. Yeah. If you're inviting me, I'm coming. I'll be there. <laughs> so a while back, I asked you a question. Okay. Which was, did you think that due to the way that we kind of play and really interact with folks in terms of us, you know, really wanting to build relationships and form bonds with people and, and you know, really kind of cultivate this amazing system of people that we have put together, by doing that, do you think we are sometimes missing out 
on potential opportunities because we're not looking for the one-off or the, you know, the, the crazy one night at a club kind of thing. We're really earnestly interested in meeting people and getting to know them. Did you think that we were missing out on potential opportunities? So you thought so, I think, on, on some level. Yeah, I want to change my answer, though, because okay. I think it's kind of bullshit. I personally have been involved in two orgies as of recently. I have had play sessions with multiple amazing people, some of which were completely new to me, one of which we're going to talk about today. Right. I have opened my horizons in terms of the content I'm creating. I'm being far more creative and liberated. I mean... I'm pretty fulfilled sexually right now. And for me to say that I'm missing out on opportunities, I think would be disingenuous because I have a lot of fucking fun. I have nothing to complain about. Well, and and let's be clear about when when I'm talking about opportunities here. We don't turn anything down necessarily if we think it makes sense for us. In fact, lately, or at least since we've been here in in Vegas, if something comes up, even if we... even if, when we just did it, right? We just went to a party. I don't know. By the time this comes out, probably a month ago, a couple has been inviting us over and over and over to come to one of their, their house parties. And we've been resistant. We finally went. It was exactly as I expected it. It was, it was not really for us. So we stayed. We were, you know, obviously very cordial and polite and introduced ourselves to as many people as we could. And then we left because it just wasn't for us. And I, and I didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable. So we are stepping out there at this point and doing things we might not ordinarily have done, you know, a year ago, let's say. Right? Right. So I don't know that there's as many opportunities presenting themselves for us that we are turning down. You know, I mean, I don't really think so. I feel like we're, we're, we're much more open to things. Yeah, and, and along those same lines, and we've been talking about this a lot, we actually just recorded a Sex on Your Terms episode about it for our Patreon community, but we are looking for different things in the lifestyle right now. And so you opportunities and look very different for you versus for me. Right. Opportunities that I'm looking for right now are memory creation, right? I want to have things to look back on when I'm old and gray and be like, wow, I was a fucking badass. I did some shit. I did things that other people will never even dream of doing. Like that's kind of what drives me right now. Maybe that's superficial. I don't know, but it's just the reality. And I think you're looking for very different things. So I think opportunity looks very different for you than it does for me. And I think that's okay. Yeah, no, it ha- well, it has to be, as, as we talked about on the show. We don't give a lot of credence to our, our 20-year age gap. It really doesn't ever become an issue for us. It never has. It's been an issue for other people, but not for us. But when you talk about longevity, right, long-term, Listen, in 20 years, you're going to be as old as I am right now, and I'll be 72. Yeah. So, you know, what does 10 years look like at 62 and 42? The landscape is different. So we have to be cognizant of that. And yeah, you and I, for very obvious reasons, are on somewhat different paths from a sexual perspective. So I think that's totally fine. And nothing to say that you and I can't find and fulfill all of those things. And still do a lot of the cool shit that we do together. Although I do think going forward, as we also discussed, there'll be a lot more independent enjoyment in this space. 
even yeah. more so than there is now. And, and, we, and we play very independently already. But I think there'll be some opportunities that, you know, like uh, you went to an event with a friend of ours because I just wasn't interested in it. Right. And I had a fucking blast and I yeah. had a five sum and it was amazing. Yeah. So, and it worked out great, right? <laughs> for me at that particular event, first of all, I wouldn't have gone. I wasn't interested. I would have been very much out of my element and uncomfortable. So why put myself through it? You know, yeah. and you went and had a great fucking time and went with somebody that we know and trust very much and like very much. So I no seized issue. the opportunity and I got fucked for it and it was fabulous. So, yeah, I mean, to answer your original question, no, I don't feel like we're missing out on opportunities. I feel like to say that would be so ridiculous given how much fun we're having right now and how much we are living our truths right now. That's really what it comes down to. Like we're living the lifestyle in as authentic a way as possible right now. And that feels fucking amazing because that hasn't always been the case, especially when we were in Montana. We had so few opportunities, period. Well, we had to make them. Well, that's the whole thing, right? So you you look at that that same question. I think the the question and the answer in and of itself are going to look different now because... If I, if I had asked you that when we were in Montana, that would have been a very difficult to a- question to answer on any number of levels. And then when we were traveling, also a totally different landscape for us. And then we land here, and now that question takes on all different kinds of connotations, and the answers are obviously very different. So I think we've put ourselves in a situation, a good situation, where we have the opportunity, both you and I independently and collectively, to experience the stuff that we really have wanted to. And because there's so many opportunities, we can also say, uh, not really sure that makes a lot of sense for us right now. Or like for me, I don't know if that makes sense for me. Maybe it will for you. We have way more op- of options than we did before. Yeah. You know, there's no, in fact, I think the, the devil's advocate of that question is, are we doing things that we know are of no benefit to us simply for the experience? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah, I think the answer to that is absolutely we are. So we just need to be more selective and thoughtful with our time and energy, but I don't feel like it's been a detriment to us either. I mean, okay, we we lost a couple of hours one day, you know, going to an event that we knew probably wasn't going to be for us. It's really not the end of the world. No, but we would have looked at it that way, I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah, for sure. We, we would have looked at it as like going to that one party, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we would have looked at it, looked at that as a failure. Like, what the fuck were we thinking? Why the fuck did we do that? Yeah, and instead you know? it was like, okay, cool. We got to meet some people. We got to see... A couple you know, of our friends. Yeah, got to see some some great people that we haven't seen basically since we got to Vegas. Yeah, since our first them. meet and greet. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's a win. Yeah, I just think we have to look at things more positively. And we have been for sure. So... I'm proud of us. I think there's been a lot of evolution. I think that there's still a lot to come, and that's both scary and exciting for us, which we also talked about on that bonus episode. But yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I'm excited for the paths that we're on right now, and I don't think that we need to analyze it too much. I think we just need to live in the moment as much as possible and create memories, whatever that looks like for us individually as well as together. No question. But I, and I, as I said, I think yesterday when we were talking about it, for me, even if it's something that you're doing on your own or I'm doing on my own, inevitably it has to become part of our conversation. So I don't really think that either of us, or, or I should say, I don't think that we miss out on anything as a couple from an informational 
learning perspective, obviously, because I think we can each learn and, uh, from something that either of us is doing on our own um, in any number of ways. So I still think there's that opportunity for growth as a couple, even in those independent moments. And I think the other thing we need to continue doing is just being better at saying, at just being okay with one or the other of us doing something on our own. Yep. You know I, what I mean? completely agree. That just makes sense for me. So I want to get to single guy tip of the week because it's one that has been kind of forefront of my mind lately, especially given a couple of different correspondences I've had with single men. And I know that this is going to sound a little bit hypocritical given some of the single guy tips we've done in the past. Okay, so please know that I understand the hypocrisy in saying this, but I think it's really important for single guys and something I have worked very hard on in the lifestyle to not be jaded by past experiences, okay? And what I mean by this is the reality of being a single guy in the lifestyle is that it's fucking hard. You're dealing with a lot of people that either don't want you in the space at all or that view you as some sort of a sex object or their prop for the night. You're dealing with a lot of times a husband who is overbearing, who wants to direct you like you're in a fucking porn flick. I mean, there's a lot of shit that single guys put up with that not everyone in the lifestyle has to really deal with on a regular basis, okay? So I get all of that. But at the same time, to be distrusting or bitter towards the next couple that you interact with because of a past digression from another couple is not fair and it's been happening a lot lately like I've had a lot of guys reach out they're not uber respectful and when I call them out on it they're like well I didn't expect you to you know really give me the time of day anyway since I'm just a single guy and it's like well if you're going into it with that mentality and you're already so jaded by it then like why are you even trying to be in the lifestyle I don't really get that well okay so first of all let me I'll touch on what you started this with so when it comes to guys having a difficult time, no question about it. There, there is no doubt that on the, the, the hierarchy, if you will, of this, this would-be space, the single dudes are at the bottom of it, and single by dudes are even below them, right? So n- there's no doubt in my mind. I, I get how people, you know, the average person in this space looks at individuals and couples, right? So yes, they do have an innate disadvantage. However, as a single person single male specifically in this space, you can absolutely improve your odds. And that responsibility is on you. That's a personal responsibility. In other words, don't do a bullshit bio. Don't do stupid fucking dick pics. Do the stuff that we talk about that makes sense. And then all of a sudden, you'll start moving up that ladder a little bit more quickly. However, from a bitterness perspective, totally fucking get that too. I get a lot of it. But what you're saying that single guys do, I totally see it, obviously, in, in the space that I'm in with single men. I absolutely also see it with couples because just like single dudes who have been burned by couples, plenty of couples have been burned by single dudes. So they reach out to guys or respond to guys really kind of aggressively and in my opinion, too harshly a lot of times. First of all, I don't reach out to anybody, okay? I never reach out to anyone who does not reach out to me. If you look at my profile, I will send you a thank you. If you say something to me or digitally say something to me, I will respond. I never approach anybody. So if you and I are having a digital conversation, it's because you initiated it. And if you've initiated it, I have to assume that you want to have some kind of conversation with me. And to immediately go to, you know, this kind of bitter 
really harsh, aggressive tone, you know, a very kind of direct and very emphatic tone for me is a turnoff. And it's obvious that, you know, you've had some issues, you've gone down a bad road with a single dude or something, and, and now you're taking it out on every other dude you meet. Yeah, okay, but let's keep it to single guy tip of the week because you're absolutely right. It goes both ways. But I can tell you as somebody who loves playing with single men and is always rooting for single men, sure. not all couples are the same. So absolutely you can't not. treat us like we're all the same. And just because one of you or just because you're scorned from something that happened with a couple in the past doesn't mean I'm going to be the same way. I even think about, do you remember the gentleman that we met? We sat down with him and he was telling us horror stories oh, yeah. about meeting couples. And at the time I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad for this guy. This is horrible. Now that I've had time to reflect on it, I think that's disadvantageous to that person to do that. Well, sure Why are you coming into a situation with a couple who is up to this point has been nothing but respectful to you and you're going to sit there and spend half of our time together trying to get to know each other bitching about what a couple did to you in the past. Well, it's like going for a job interview and talking to your prospective new employer about how shitty your current employer exactly. is. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. You know, that's not, you're not setting the tone. Well, and the other thing is, I'll say this, when a single guy seems to have nothing but bad experiences with couples, I immediately think of the the guy who's like, oh, every single one of my ex-girlfriends is a crazy bitch. Oh, yeah. That guy, yeah, that guy never takes responsibility for his part in any of it. And the single guys that say every fucking couple has treated them badly, uh, to me, is kind of the same thing. It's like, do you have any level of responsibility? Are you even trying to improve yourself in this space or to make adjustments on who you're speaking with or any of those things? What are you doing to better yourself? Well, yeah, like I say, if you can't spot the asshole in the room, after a certain amount of time, you're probably the asshole. Yeah. It's the same thing. And, and if, if you're a single guy, I mean, we talk about this a lot. Well, yeah, we want these guys to be successful. I mean, you know, the two guys... We want you, the good guys to be successful. Yeah, the, yeah those that are, that are uh, worthy of being, you know, in the space, in, in our opinion. You know, like the two guys you played with yesterday. I met these guys again, saw them, chatted with them. They knew me right away, said hello to me, called me by my name, shook my hand. These are solid guys, and that's what we choose to surround ourselves with. So there are those opportunities, and guys can absolutely be successful in the space. But again, I I stand by what I said. You've got to put yourself in the best position to do that. And if you're only having shitty experiences as a couple or a single guy, I'll just throw this out there. If you're a couple who's chasing the single guy train and you keep having terrible experiences, you have to take some of that responsibility on yourself. You've made plenty of your own mistakes. And same for the guy. If your experiences have been, oh, this horror story and that horror story and this couple did this and this couple did that, this may not be for you. Yeah, I completely agree. So anyway, food for thought on that. And I must get to the story this week because I'm so fucking excited to talk about it. It is unique. It is sexy. It is, I don't know, very memorable. Back to making memories. This is definitely a memory for me. So we're going to talk about that very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Our next partner has a product that Brian literally uses every single day. I know it helps him a lot with his immune system and with recovery from the gym, and we're confident it can do the same for you. Athletic Greens is an amazing supplement, you guys. There are 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right, and it's just one delicious scoop. Brian says it tastes like tropical fruit, which it definitely does. I can smell it even, and yeah, it's just a great 
great product that we really highly recommend. It's also lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free or gluten free, it's going to fit into your lifestyle and it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it still tastes amazing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially as we head into the months where you absolutely do not want to get sick. It's summertime. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com FPS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com FPS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance today. We have some huge events coming up and we could not be more excited about it. You guys have probably already heard of our Real Hot Wives of Denver event happening July 23rd, obviously in Denver. And that event is going to be so much fun. We have some incredibly cool people already signed up for it. Hot wives, cuckold couples, and respectful single gentlemen. So if you want to be a part of that fun, if you're in the Denver area or want to travel in, again, that is July 23rd. And you can find all of the information at members.fr frontporchswingers.com or click the link in the show notes. And also guys, don't forget about Pod Bash. That is happening October 13th through the 17th in Kissimmee, Florida at Secrets Hideaway. It is our big party. We do it in conjunction with a lot of other great lifestyle podcasters and it is just a fucking party. And if you guys want to join us there, you can head on over to podbashevent.com for all of the information or again, click the link in the show notes. We hope to to see you in Florida for some sun and some fun. So I think it's fair to say that this story is unique for a lot of different reasons. There are a lot of elements to this that are exciting and interesting. And it was with a very, very cool person that I, spoiler alert, got to see again yesterday. He was one of the two gentlemen that came and hung out with me and made some content and we did some naughty shit. And I don't know, this guy's cool. I fucking dig him. He's very creative. He's very thoughtful. He's funny. And I think the story that we're going to tell today also shows that he's incredibly sensual and I fucking love it. Yeah, I enjoyed meeting him. And then, of course, after you had the chance to make that content and subsequently, you know, have sex with him and every other thing, we got a chance to see him at one of the pool parties we attended on Monday afternoons. He came out to one of those parties. We didn't know he was coming, recognized him instantly when he walked in. And I was like, hey, isn't that? And you're like, yeah. And you were planning on seeing him the next day. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just just sheer coincidence. But, you know, super cool to be able to do that and run into people like that in, in the circle. Again, it's it is a small kind of lifestyle space here because it's everybody knows everybody. You yeah. know, it, there, there just is that component. And being able to go to an, you know, a party at a, a, a casino resort and randomly run into one of these guys is, is just kind of cool. It was cool. So anyway, story time. So this gentleman and I started corresponding a while back about making some content together. He's a content creator. He is kind of a jack of all trades. He does a ton of different shit. And it's very cool because he kind of brings a lot of that into the content creation, which I'm not going to talk much about that. I'm going to talk about the sex because that's what everyone wants to fucking know about. Okay. I also will say the plan with this guy ahead of time was not for us to have penetrative sex. We were going to do kind of a little bit of a soft swap thing. And then he was going to provide me with an erotic massage because that is part of what he does. Right. 
And I was like, that is so fucking hot. There's very few things more sexy to me than the idea of a hot man rubbing me down before, you know, touching my pussy and shit. And I thought back to, I think the only other time I've had a true professional massage that turned into erotic play was at Secrets yeah, with, with yeah. that one gentleman. Yeah, Do you remember sure. that? I do, absolutely. That was fucking hot. So that's kind of replaying in my head as he and I are discussing what's going to go down. But it was interesting because I was like, well, we're not going to have sex, so this will be interesting. It'll it'll be a foreplay, a tease, and then I figured I would just fucking jump all over you when you got back because I know myself well enough to know that I get really, really worked up by having everything except penetrative sex, right? right? If you're touching my pussy, you're licking my pussy, I have a cock in my mouth, but then I don't get the cock, I am like a fucking wild animal. Yeah, I knew that wasn't going to work for you. I also was not convinced that you were not having sex with this guy. Why do you say that? Well, because I met him. (laughs) What does that mean? Instantly, I knew you were going to have sex with this guy. Because he's my type or what? Yes. Yeah, okay, so that's the other thing. I didn't, I had seen his body before this, but I had never seen his face before he came. And that's not the norm at all. But, you know, I figured there were so many other hot elements to this whole thing that even if he wasn't like 100% my type, we were still really going to have fun. Right. But then he gets here, he gets to our, we got, we had a hotel room that day. He gets to the hotel room and he is exactly my type. Yeah, 100%. So he's tall, he's athletic, he is like muscular, and yeah, I I knew pretty quickly too that I was probably going to have sex with this man. Now, I didn't know if he was interested, but I was interested almost immediately. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, if it's if it's on his menu, for sure this is happening because she's interested. <laughs> so it's cool too because he's so professional when he's like setting everything up. He brought his own camera equipment. He's setting all of that up. But it was very clear, very early on, despite, you know, the logistics going on around us, that there was some serious chemistry between he and I. I mean, we were very much making eyes at each other, kind of being flirtatious with each other. He kept kind of hinting at the fact that he, you know, really likes big bootied women. And he was excited to shoot with me because he likes my ass. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. This is going perfectly. (laughs) Yeah, there's no doubt that he's, you know, you're on the right path. So it starts off with me changing into a bunch of outfits and him taking photos of me and that was fucking hot for me because it was incredibly vulnerable right this is a guy i have by the time i'm basically getting naked in front of him and starting to change into lingerie and shit in front of him i had known him for like 10 minutes right so it was very interesting and i felt very kind of emboldened like i felt brazen Like I just fucking, for example, he walks in and I'm still in clothing when he still gets there. He's setting up and I just start getting naked in front of him to put on lingerie. That is not something I would normally do in front of a fucking stranger. Well, no, but the truth is, and I think part of this for sure is you have to consider, you were not, leading up to this, your communication with him was not one of, hey, let's get, let's hook up. This was really a, a, you know, creating content. And I think once you start talking about that, especially because you hadn't fully seen him, you weren't 100% sure, you know, what your attraction level was going to be to him. And it really wouldn't have mattered based on the content you had planned to create. A lot of that anxiety doesn't really exist, right? So even up to that point, you hadn't had that conversation. I think if you were more in your head about we're going to be playing, I think then it would have been different. I think that's very true. I think part of it is I feel empowered by 
doing nudes and videos and shit. I feel right. It's not, for me. It's not work. I feel very sexually empowered by that. I get excited about it. So yeah, I think it's almost like I have a different persona when I'm in that mindset and in that environment. So it actually lended itself very well to this situation because I was immediately comfortable with him. Like I said, I'm stripping off in front of him. I'm putting on lingerie. You know, he's kind of posing me and touching me a little bit and we're flirting while he's touching me. We're taking all these amazing photos. We're smiling at each other. It's it's like all of this foreplay is going on. And yes, we're taking photos, but it almost didn't even feel like that. It felt like a buildup. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, there is a foreplay component to that, I guess. It was pretty hot. So then... He says, and once again, he's flirting with me this entire time. I'm pretty sure he's interested, but he's like, I'd really like for us to get some blowjob content. I'm like, fuck yes. But it was so funny because we set up a camera. I start sucking his cock and it's like everything else just goes away. Like we got very engrossed in this blowjob and it got so intense. I had this little piece of lingerie on and my whole ass was exposed. So as I'm sucking his cock, he's laying on his back on the bed and I'm perpendicular to him. Right. So my body is at a you know 90 degree angle and but I'm kind of angling my ass up towards him because again he told me he's an ass man and he told me he really liked mine so I wanted to display it for him oh, of course you did <laughs> I'm kind like that you I'm are. very thoughtful very accommodating <laughs> so anyway I'm sucking his cock and he, he starts rubbing on my ass and I'm picking up the intensity on his cock. I ask him if he likes his balls being played with. He's like, I really do. So I kind of kind of start stroking his balls and sucking on his cock at the same time. And our hands are just like running all over each other. His hand is going up my lingerie and back down onto my ass and kind of grabbing on my ass. And he's making these amazing noises and... I don't know. It was just a very intense blowjob. I don't know how else to describe it. I think part of it for me was because I assumed that that might be all of the contact that we had. Right. Because again, we had kind of discussed ahead of time not having penetrative sex. Not that it was completely off the table, but just that that wasn't going to be a part of the afternoon. Well, I knew things were going well because typically these like content creation type sessions for you are like an hour. Right. Give right. or take. Yeah. Now, there was a little setup, you know, and breakdown that had to be done because he brought, you know, the massage table and all that stuff. But the difference was after about an hour and a half, hour 45, I'm like, OK, th- this <laughs> this thing is taking a turn. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Shit's getting wild. Yeah. yeah well, it was. So, yeah, this intense blowjob is going on. We're touching each other all over the place. I'm stopping to tell him how great his cock is because it is. It was such a nice cock is a nice cock. And yeah, that goes on for a while. And then his legs kind of start shaking and I'm like, are you going to come? And he's like, I I really would like to fuck you if you're open to that. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm open to that. (laughs) Yeah, in every imaginable way. So he goes and puts on a condom and gets some lube and he gets behind me on the bed. So I'm on all fours. And he gets behind me and enters me and it feels fucking phenomenal because he's large and very girthy. In fact, it was almost kind of hard for me to put my lips all the way around it because it was just thick. Right. So, I mean, it's exactly the type of cock I want to be fucking. (laughs) Yes, everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. So he pushes inside of me and he's just 
fucking me like crazy basically from the from go which i loved i mean it, there was such a confidence in it he slides into me he's just pounding me he's grabbing onto my ass He's at one point he's like digging his fingers into my ass cheeks, which I fucking love. I absolutely love that. It feels so animalistic and carnal and I don't know, like he's just using my ass fat to like fucking plow me harder. I don't know. It's fucking hot. Well, in the absence of handles, you know, you got to hold on to something. Those are my handles. Yeah, my ass do. cheeks are, are very nice handles, I've been told. They are. So. <laughs> so he's fucking me for quite a while. I mean, at one point, I have an orgasm and like my legs started shaking so bad that I was like, I need to, I need to like lower myself down. So I get down basically on my elbows and I'm propping my ass up and he just continues fucking me and we're saying dirty things to each other, which again, this is basically a stranger. So the fact that I was comfortable to be like, yes, give me that big cock harder and all these things. I was very kind of surprised with myself. Well, I think that really does on some level go to what we talked about earlier in terms of you know, our independence, you know, but at the same time, those are the things that you bring back to us when we reconnect, you know? So there's a little bit of, I think there's an opportunity there for all of that. I loved it. So we fucked for a while. He made me come multiple times. Then the last time that I came, I was clenching down on him and I'm saying all these dirty things to him. And he's like, I'm going to come. And I was like, come for me. And he came and, you know, he pulls it out of me and we both just kind of lay, lay on the bed. It was a very, it was not the longest sex session. I mean, in between sucking his cock and getting fucked by him, it was probably only like 45 minutes, but it was intense. I mean, it was a lot of, of just action and it was constant movement there was never a break in the action at all well so, it, it went on for you guys were up here for a while or up in the room for a while because I, I don't typically start to text you to see if you're okay until i think well that's that's probably been a lot of time it was probably three hours well because that's not all that happened right so he fucks me. We lay there. We kind of laugh for a couple of minutes. Very comfortable with each other. It was great. We grab a drink of water. And then he's like, I'm going to go set up my massage table. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. This is literally my dream day. I get fucked and I get an erotic massage. I mean, does it get any better than that? Yeah, you just needed a fucking cocktail. For sure. So <laughs> he sets up his massage table. And this is very sexy too because we have the the room very dimly lit. There's red lights. I, I changed the light bulbs in both of the lamps in the room to a red light. Right. And we just have those two red lights on and then the window is open and we have a strip view. So you see the lights from the strip and the two red lights and that's it. So that was very fucking hot. And I'm watching him. He's still completely naked with his great cock hanging out, setting up this massage table. And even that was kind of an erotic experience for me. Well, I don't sure. know. It was, it was a great sight, but it was also the idea of like, okay, this guy's doing this specifically to like rub me down and make me feel good. Yeah. After just having gotten fucked like crazy. Well, because I think a lot of, I truly believe a lot of guys in that situation would have brought the massage table up, would have gone through all that hassle, would have ended up fucking me. And then it would have been like, okay, now I'm going to leave. And instead right. of doing the massage, because for all, I think there are a lot of guys in the lifestyle that use a massage as like their foot in the door. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like to gain interest from somebody, that's what, that's like their shtick that yeah. they use. It's like going to the park with a puppy. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. Yeah. And that's not what this guy did at all. So I was very turned on by that. Even after getting to fuck me, he was like, no, I'm going to set up this, this massage table. And it's a legit massage table. I mean, it, he brought it in this fucking huge container. He opens it. He sets the whole thing up. It has, you know, the white linen on it and the pillows and everything. And I start on. So once he has it all set up, I, I obviously get naked and I get under the sheet and it started off as basically any other massage would he has this amazing smelling oil and he's rubbing my neck I'm on my back at first right. and he's rubbing my neck and he's kind of rubbing up into my hair and again I just got fucked for 45 minutes so for me it was like this perfect come down and it felt I don't I can't even describe how good it felt to you Every single inch of my body was tingling because I just had sex and I usually get very sensitive after sex period. Like even just running fingers up and down my arms and my back just kind of sends shivers down my spine and I fucking love it. So amplify that by a hundred because I now have a guy, a hot fucking guy, rubbing me all over with massage oil yeah. right after sex. All of that that sensory is just it's going crazy. You oh know? my god. So it started off very vanilla. We we recorded all of this, which was kind of fun too. I, I kind of felt like I was putting on a little bit of a show, but more so I was just enjoying his touch. But anyway, it starts off very vanilla. He's rubbing my neck, he's rubbing my ears onto my head and then he kind of takes the sheet and pulls it down so my tits are exposed and he starts giving me the most amazing tit massage I have ever received in my entire life. This is one of those core memories for me. I am not going to forget it anytime soon. It was fucking delicious. He was almost like kneading them with his thumbs right. and he was cupping them and it wasn't hard or aggressive, but it was clear that he was understanding how to like get the tissue and like i don't know it, well, it was deliberate so, i mean he knew what he was doing it felt so good i can't even describe it and then he would kind of push with pressure like right under my tits like under my rib cage and and then kind of pull up and was just doing all of these different motions and i got fucking lost in it i mean i love getting massaged period but something about having my tits massaged on top of it, I was fuzzy. I was out of it. I mean, I was on another planet. No, listen, I, I, I can't. When I finally did come up here, obviously later on, you were completely, you, you just had looked worked. <laughs> I told you, I'm not surprised by that at all. So. Anyway, that goes on for quite a while. Then he tells me to turn over. So I do. He rubs my back and my shoulders for a little bit. And again, I'm just all tingly. It feels so good. And then he goes down to my legs. He's kind of rubbing on my feet a little bit, on my calves, up to my thighs. And I know where this is going. And I'm fucking getting wet at the thought of it. I mean, it is turning me on so fucking much. Knowing that he's teasing me, that he's getting closer to my ass and to my pussy, but he's not there yet I can feel the sheet inching up more and more exposing more and more of me it was this fucking mind-blowing buildup for me I cannot even I can't put it into words I was dripping wet I could feel it it was running in between my thighs it was so fucking hot so again like I said this you were gone for a while because 
it was not so much concerning to me, but I was certainly like, well, I wonder if I need to send a text at this point because it's a well over three hours, you know, and this thing, you know, it's like 11 o'clock at night, which for us is late considering what we were doing. And I thought, man, this must be fucking an insane session up there. Now, he did show up with a lot of stuff. He had a, you know, like the two wheel cart and it looked like he was coming in as a, as one of the vendors for the hotel. And he had a lot of shit. And I thought, man, this, you know, set up and breakdown must be taking a hot second, but I had no idea what all was happening. So back to the massage, (laughs) he's touching my thighs. He's rubbing them. Then he starts kind of rubbing right under my ass. I must have some sort of an erogenous zone there that I don't totally understand because if you press a thumb into like right as my ass cheek meets my leg, it drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, on both sides there, there's a nerve ending. I do it to you all the time. Oh my God, I fucking love it. And he obviously knows that that's a spot that he should be touching because he focused a lot on it. And it was literally, I can't even describe, it's like a hot button straight to my fucking pussy when you do that. Yeah, well, if you're kind of pro tip, if you're someone's fucking you from behind that's like the best thing to do is to use your thumbs in that area yeah pretty much guarantees that i'm gonna come if you're fucking me well and pressing there yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna have an orgasm for sure so finally he starts rubbing on my ass and it's phenomenal he's really getting in there it feels so good he's kind of rubbing around my asshole a little bit and of course i'm wanting more i'm like yes do that more it feels so fucking good And then, this is sexy, so he had this kind of round little pillow thing, and he props it up under my feet, and then he angles one of my legs. So I have one leg completely straight, and then the other one is angled almost at a 90-degree angle on this pillow right? so that my pussy is exposed. Sure. And as soon as he does that, I know where this is going. I am just, I'm literally like quivering. I'm so fucking excited for him to touch my pussy again. So he very lightly just starts playing with it ever so lightly from behind. It's such a fucking tease. And I know he knows exactly what he's doing. I almost kind of snickered at one point and he snickered back. And I was like, yeah, you fucking know the power you hold over me right now. This is not even cool. <laughs> yeah, well, you <laughs> know, you're... I wanted that hand all over my pussy. And he is so lightly like brushing fingertips on it instead. Well, yeah, you're super relaxed on a massage table. Pretty, like you said, exposed to to him and whatever pretty much he wants to do. I mean, you're at a disadvantage at this point. Oh, 100%. So so I kind of start squirming a little bit. And so he starts playing with my clit a little bit from behind at the same time that he starts massaging one of my ass cheeks again. And I mean, at this point, I just lost myself. I, I don't even really remember what happened from there. I was so in my just... I don't even know. It was like an out-of-body experience because (laughs) I'm getting all of this sensation. I'm getting my pussy rubbed. I'm getting my ass rubbed. I'm smelling all of these amazing scents because he has different oils out that he's using. And oh my God. And the red light in the room, the whole thing was just like a magical experience. And I do know that I came from him fingering me from behind, which was fucking amazing. And I'm also fairly certain I squirted which I really never do from just the type of sensation he was giving me. I think I was just that fucking worked up. It was that much buildup. It was that much excitement. It was just, it was a lot in the best possible way. Yeah, from that position, that's not the norm for you. So, I mean, listen, you were worked up. When I I finally got back up here, you were just, 
insatiable at that point. Oh my fucking God. So yeah, I mean, think about this. I had, I had his cock in my mouth. Well, we took all these photos, which was really a lot of foreplay for me. I felt very sexy. And then I suck his cock and then we have sex. And then it's basically another hour of foreplay because he's touching all over me and I did come, but it, you know, wasn't penetrative or anything. So then we start cleaning up. I get up. I'm completely naked again, walking around around him, which doesn't happen hardly ever. And it was very, I don't know. I just felt fucking sexy in that moment. I just, I don't even know how to describe it. But he then starts packing up and I'm kind of helping him get his stuff cleaned up. And all I can think about is you coming back to the room and fucking my brains out because I fucking needed it. I needed your cock so bad. So he probably took, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes to pack his stuff up and leave. And the entire time, and of course I don't want to be rude. I'm not like, oh, I want this guy to fucking leave. But at the same time, I'm like, I need Brian up here ASAP. Like this is taking a very long time. Yeah, and it it was a long period of time over the course the time, you know, between the time he got there and left, it was, like I said, well over three hours. Yeah. So spoiler alert, you came back to the room and I basically jumped you. (laughs) Yeah. I looked, first of all, I looked at you. I'm like, wow, this is clearly something that happened because (laughs) hair everywhere. I mean, you know, you were completely disheveled and, you know, you looked like, you know, you had been sweating at some point. Oh yeah. I'm like, holy shit, what happened here? (laughs) I was a fucking mess. It was so funny because I looked in the mirror. As soon as he left, I went and looked in the mirror and I was like, I should probably clean myself up a little bit for Brian. And then I was like, nah, fuck it. Maybe he'll think it's super hot if he walks in here and I'm a total fucking wreck after being with another man. Yeah, I mean, it was. I was the benefactor, obviously, of all of that. But I think the other thing that's important to note that we didn't mention is before you had the opportunity to play with this guy or to even to start creating content that day, you had had another play session before that yes so yeah you were worked up all fucking day long much like yesterday yeah so again you were my third cock of the day and it was fabulous and yeah you and i fucked for well over an hour we didn't get to bed until after midnight which never fucking happens for us especially on a work day yeah so i mean it was just a day of complete debauchery really it was there was so much sex and then i had this amazing massage and then i get to have more sex with you so i don't know it was great and that guy is so fucking cool oh yeah like i said he and i shot together again yesterday he's just a badass we had so much fun together again and i'm very confident that we'll continue to hang out i'm i next time i think i just want to fuck him i don't know he's just a super cool guy like i said I, I obviously greeted him when he came in saw him downstairs when he left he's like oh man i can't wait to see you guys on monday and you know he's just really just a cool dude very very likable and and affable and friendly which i, I always appreciate and he's good with his hands <laughs> Well, it's what he does. Yeah. So anyway, if anyone is looking for an erotic massage in Vegas, he also does that like professionally. So. Yeah. He do, yeah, he does. It's it's pretty fucking cool with the kind of gig he's got. Yeah, for sure. So that is my uh, retelling. I loved it. I had so much fun. Anytime that a man wants to rub oil all over me, I'm cool with it. But when, you know, the guy is also ridiculously sexy and has a great cock, it certainly doesn't hurt my feelings any. So yeah, none of those things are terrible for you. <laughs> We're going to be talking a little bit more in depth about this on our bonus episode this week. So make sure you join us at patreon.com slash front porch swingers for all of that fun. You can also find the naughtier stuff at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers or Brian's OnlyFans is onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy with a Z and two Ds. All of that will be in the show notes for you guys. If you are planning on coming to Podbash, make sure you are doing it ASAP, guys. Yeah, do not wait on that anymore. 
get your rooms. You can find information at podbashevent.com. We're going to be updating that with the updated schedule so you can see exactly what we have kind of planned for that time. Although, let's be real, it's just a fucking party. We're not doing seminars or anything like that. It is just going to be a weekend of nakedness and fun and sun and awesomeness. Yeah, pool games are about the most fucking scheduled thing that are going to happen other than a poker run and the room crawl, but that's, you know, that's all the standard. Yes. So again, podbashevent.com for that info. You can find all of the info on our other events coming up at members.frontporchswingers.com. Make sure you find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, TikTok at Front Porch Swingers, and YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. And I think just overall, we're going to have a lot of fun to share with you guys very soon because we have some very sexy people coming to visit us that I'm very hopeful will get to fuck. And we're also going to splash and who knows what the fuck is going to happen there i mean again i have no expectation but i'm excited at the prospects and i think it's just going to be a great time no matter what happens yeah and then shortly after that we have denver which i cannot fucking wait for and probably not too long after that we're going to do something potentially in the pacific northwest so more details to come yes stay tuned for that and as always thank you so much for listening thanks everybody